Welcome to The Drift, your resource on all things business strategy, entrepreneurship, and leadership. I'm your host, Aloiza, and today's guest is Julie Cartwright, president of Pevolve. As president, Julie has led the brand's expanding footprint within the fitness space. Julie oversees all facets of the business, spearheading digital strategy efforts, developing integrated marketing campaigns, expanding revenue streams, and so much more. Under Julie's leadership, Pevolve has grown from a small, digitally native startup to a female-led fitness authority. I'm so excited for you all to hear her story. So to kind of go ahead and get us started here, Julie, can you share with us a little background on yourself and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, I actually spent, prior to Pevolve, I spent nearly two decades working in entertainment. Um, I worked at Anchor Bay Entertainment, which was owned by Stars. And then Lionsgate actually purchased us at the end, um, where my background was really in home entertainment. But I was also luckily the, the general manager for our fitness division. And honestly, that's where I was really most passionate. Um, you know, really through that experience, I learned the importance of understanding what the customer wants and really how to deliver that because customers have a lot of options. And if you don't deliver exactly what they're looking for, they will go somewhere else. Um, so when the opportunity came, uh, you know, which for to launch what is now Pevolve, I, I really wasn't ready. You know, I wasn't ready to, to leave at the time Lionsgate, but I was absolutely blown away by the vision of Rachel Katzman, who is our co-founder. Um, you know, she had this vision for an exercise method that was really grounded in functional movement and resistance-based training, but it delivered on these physical uh, results that Rachel was looking for, which we all care about, right? Like lifted butt, toned thighs, a strong core, I think, but more importantly, um, she was talking about how she was feeling better in her body. Um, because her body was moving the way that it was meant to. So that was kind of it for me. I, I knew the market needed this kind of um, solution. So here I am almost six years later, and I've just never been more excited. That's amazing. And I think I definitely want to touch on to your, your home entertainment experience, because I think that's incredibly relevant nowadays, especially in a very digital savvy, digital forward uh, kind of environment that we're all operating in. And more specifically, as it relates to the fitness aspect, right? We hear the buzzword of omni-channel and omni-channel fitness. And it's been such an interesting concept for us to be able to unpack over the past couple of years with the pandemic. So I'm curious in your perspective, what similarities would you say there are as you think back on your experiences and your learnings in the home entertainment space? Yeah, I'm, I really feel lucky. And, and I'll tell you why. I, I think based on my experience, especially as I was leaving Lionsgate, omnichannel was definitely the buzzword in in the entertainment um, you know side of of the business. And I think based on that, when Rachel and I started this company, I I don't think we ever even considered any other option. We we just knew that we needed to have an omnichannel experience for our member base. Um, we were we really believed in digital, obviously, and the access and the convenience, but we absolutely needed an in-person option as well and that flexibility for the member to do whatever they need to do in order to fit movement into their day. Um, you know, the omni-channel concept, I, I don't know how many people really fully understand, um, but it's, it's the same in fitness and entertainment. It's about giving really people choice 
flexibility, a high quality experience, the way that they want to experience it. And I don't know why really fitness would be any different. Um, you know, in entertainment, it, it means giving people the ability to watch and listen the way that they want to. Um, and I think it's just very similar in fitness. It, it's, it's enabling people to work out when and where they want. Um, and I think, you know, sometimes I really need, and I need the accountability of going in to a studio. I need to feel the energy. I need to maybe have my friend be upset with me if I don't show up. But there's other times when there's like four inches of snow on the ground in Chicago, and I just want to get my, you know, 25 minute workout in. And Peeball really offers that flexibility. Um, and so I'm really proud that we, you know, really decided that in, in 2018. And, you know, that's why we offer a completely hybrid membership where you can access both in studio. Um, classes as well as our entire, you know, thousand on-demand workouts. And, you know, really our, our members are like loving it. The hybrid membership is selected by like nine out of 10 of our members uh, that are in, um, you know, the, the zip codes of our studios. And, you know, and I say this a lot and I, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to, but I just always do. I just feel like we were really lucky because it was never an option. It was a business model that we had from the very start. And I think that in COVID, a ton of boutique fitness concepts had to quickly adapt. They had to figure that out because I think post COVID, this is really an expectation um, in the fitness space. And, and we're really lucky to have you know sort of built it that way. Oh my goodness. There's so much that I definitely want to speak to here. And you're exactly right. The way that you consume fitness is very similar to my own personal experiences as well. And when I think about the home entertainment industry and what you had learned, it's about, I mean, we always say it, right? But it's like, you're actually putting practice into this and it's meeting your customers where they are and where they are not only varies by every couple of years or so, right? As technology evolves, all the things, but it also evolves on a daily consistent basis. And what's interesting about the way that you and Rachel have been able to deliver this true omni-channel experience is that it's almost that, you know, a lot of times, and I'm, I'm hoping that I'm also articulating this in the way that I'm visualizing it in my head because I'm such a picture person, um, but it's almost like, you know, historically the brand, the fitness brand would kind of put their foot forward as to where they thought the consumer should be. What we're starting to see, if we haven't seen already from time and time again, that that certainly is not the answer, right? It's about us, us, us as an industry being able to not necessarily catch up, but it's just like meet the consumers where they are and also where they're going. Is that right? A hundred percent. And I think it's about, you know, I really do think it's about continuing to evolve. Um, and I, I think here, what, what we really focus on is, is not so much where you are, it's really about delivering on the results that you're looking for and you can consume it any way that your lifestyle is allowing you to. So, you know, we're really trying to get people to move. That's what our mission is and making it as easy as possible for each individual to do that, I think is really, really important. Um, you know, we certainly deliver on a lot of different class types and we're, you know, trying to respond to individual goals, but it's, it's, really about enabling people to work out whenever and however they want. And, you know, whether that means getting away for a little bit of me time by going to the studio or, you know, just like fitting it in while maybe your, your baby is sleeping. Um, and, you know, and, and we're doing just that and our members are 
absolutely loving it. And I, I think you're going to continue to see that as we expand our footprint of in, you know, in um, studio across the nation as well. Oh, that's so exciting and very inspiring as well. So I'm curious now when you're thinking about growth and scale and growing the brick and mortar, but also the digital footprint, how do you think about not only designing, but also delivering that true omni-channel experience as you continue to scale? Yeah. So Pvolve, I don't know if, if you know that, but Pvolve actually stands for personal evolution. So we're constantly evolving. Um, and I can tell you where we're at today and then kind of where we see ourselves going. But, you know, we really stay in touch with the member. Uh, we are talking to the member every single day. We actually invite a member on an all hands, the full company meeting every single Wednesday. Uh, Rachel and I are reaching out to customers daily and really trying to understand exactly what it is that they're looking for. Um, because it doesn't really matter what we think that they're looking for. It, it matters what what they think. And I, and I think that's really working. And you can kind of see that in, in the growth that we've experienced, you know, this past year. But I, I, you know, I really do believe that you have to have a seamless, frictionless experience. Um, it's not easy to create an omni-channel experience. Um, you know, certainly if you don't have a, a really, really strong digital platform, and we've invested a lot in our digital platform because we need to make it really easy for her to get on and select the workout that she wants to, you know, watch at home. Um, and then also delivering that same type of energy at home that we have in studio. So, you know, we continue to invest pretty significantly and and in our digital like interface and our digital platform. But honestly, I, I think it's like, our members just expect this. So you're gonna continue to see us investing there and, and really learning to understand like what our customer base really wants. Um, so those are a couple of things that, that I think we're doing to just continue to, to really drive that omni-channel experience. I love that. I've never actually heard of, you know, we always talk about, you know, put it, creating these member focus groups and doing these customer surveys and having an NPS where you can capture tangible feedback. But the fact that the matter is that you all are actually incorporating the member experience and the member voice of thought and perspective into your day-to-day -day strategy meetings is so critical to actually get that first-hand experience to what they're actually wanting and needing. And I think one other thing that's actually kind of like more of like a slight little pivot because now I'm very intrigued and I definitely want to chat through it is throughout that, what you were just speaking about, um, you actually said she very often, right? And in the fitness industry, um, that certainly hasn't been something that's been highly focused on in the way that it should be. And I'm really speak, speaking about women's health. And I always like to say, of course, we are equal, but we're not built equally, right? We have different types of needs. Our bodies are built differently. Um, what we need to put into our bodies, the way that they move needs to be thought of through differently. So in your perspective, kind of shifting gears a little bit here, how has women's health evolved over the past few years? Yeah, I think that when I talk about this, I think some people think we took a real risk, really, really focusing on her. And I actually don't think that we did because I think that we needed to have a lot of focus. And once we serve her really well, we're actually like afforded the right, you know, to, to sort of move on and, and help others. Um, so we're very, very, very women focused. I think I'm a woman, the co-founder is a woman, we're run by 85% 
women at this company. And we just kept hearing from the member, you know, again and again, that about their needs, their, their many needs throughout their lifetime. So, and I think we're living in a time and I'm really, really excited about this, but where women's health is, is finally being talked about. Um, you know, people are talking about the menstrual cycle. People are talking about pelvic floor health. People are talking about infertility. People are talking about menopause. And I'm so proud of that because we go through so much and no one really talks about it. And, you know, I think that we've been shortchanged because of that. It's just like we're just expected to sort of like show up no matter how we feel. And we've got a lot going on inside of our bodies. Um, so, you know, early on when we, um, you know, we're really developing our clinical advisory board, we actually have four doctors that sit on our board. We've got a doctor of physical therapy that specializes in pelvic floor. We've got a doctor of physiology, an OBGYN, and we just added a fertility doctor from NYU. And, you know, really it was, it was through discussions with them about how functional fitness and functional movement can really help women through like every part of their life. And, you know, we, we just decided to, to really like lean in there and really understand how we could incorporate movement and, and really combat some of the unwanted symptoms that come along with everything from a really tough, you know, cycle of PMS to, to really the transition around menopause. Um, so, you know, our method is an entirely new approach to fitness and it teaches, it really teaches women to get to know their bodies. And like through knowing their bodies, you, you actually can help to combat some unwanted symptoms. So we do not shy away from conversations really around, um, you know, menopause or, you know, or, or a pelvic floor and all of the dysfunction that women can go through um, if their pelvic floor is not functioning the way that it should. And, you know, that's really a part of our, um, our every day. Um, so, you know, that's, that's going to be something that you're going to continue to see from us. And, you know, we, we really have, we've got members in all 50 states and 75 countries. And you just hear from the member testimonials, just like how unexpected some of the results and, um, and things that they're getting from Pevolve, you know, are really enhancing their lives and making them feel better than they've ever felt. So, um, yeah, women's health is, is incredibly important to us. I'm so glad to hear that. And as I think back to as well, you know, when we think about the high level overview of like why fitness is so incredibly appealing and what makes it work is whenever that, that solution, the program, the workout that they're experiencing does feel personalized to their needs, to their bodies. And it sounds like the way that you guys are building Pevolve and looping in your advisory board, very strategic science-based advisory board that is looking at how functional movement is benefiting not only consumers, but women's health specifically. I think that's what also attests to the testimonials that you're receiving, right? It, the results are there because they're feeling personalized, because they're actually thinking about what's going on in the woman's body. Is that right? Yes. We don't want to do anything. We're not just coming out with women's health, like specific programming. Everything is like rooted in a lot of efficacy. We're always working with our doctors to produce that type of content. We're always making sure that the outcomes are actually there from our member base. We want to make sure that people are actually getting the results that, that we're promising. Um, and we're 
you know, in clinical research studies. Like, I mean, everything is about efficacy here because I don't think people have come to understand that they should expect more from their fitness choice. They really should, that the movement today should support the movement tomorrow and beyond. So I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm really, really thrilled at the things that we're doing right now around women's health. Oh, and I'm definitely looking forward to for what's to come. So on that note, then, if we really push the strive, like encouraging others to to be putting the same amount of efforts or um, a little bit more effort, similar to what PVOLV is doing to be able to advance and support women's health, what advice might you have for others to be able to support? Yeah, I I really think that we need to take a holistic approach and not be afraid to speak about it. I think you know, marrying health to fitness and overall wellness just makes sense, right? I just think it just makes sense. And too often we're concentrating on only one aspect of our health rather than looking at our bodies as a whole. And we end up over-focusing on, you know, one aspect while shortchanging the rest. And, and we're trying to really, um, you know, have a much more holistic view of the overall function of your body. Oh, I completely agree. And my goodness, the work that you've been able to do so far is absolutely inspiring. And taking a look at, my goodness, like your personal journey, right? Going in from the home entertainment industry and seeing the evolution, how technology and digital experience is really trying to enhance the the, cons- the consumer's journey as a whole. And then shifting over to PVOL, where it seems like you know the boxes really did align, the stars really aligned to what you were looking for. And I'm curious now going into your own your own personal why, right? We always talk about like, what's the why in the fitness world? But I want to understand yours. And when you thought about joining people, were there any specific type of criteria or boxes that you needed to check that really helped you inform the decision to join the company? Yeah, first of all, I definitely was, was not looking to change uh, my career at the time. You know, when I first learned about this incredible method, I knew, you know, I knew how important it was to be extremely passionate about like the mission of, of what it is that you're doing. I've always been really inspired, a highly passionate person. You know, I knew that I loved fitness, but when, you know, I, I, I just felt that like when I was listening to Rachel and she was sitting across the table and she was talking to me about what it is that she wanted to do, I really believed in her vision. So like her passion was addictive. I knew that this is what the industry needed and that we would be like an amazing team together. So I, so I think that's like really, really important is first of all, to like know that you're passionate about what it is that you're going to do. I knew that women were underserved in traditional fitness because I had been in the fitness space for, you know, nearly two decades. Um, and we were sort of taught that like pain equals gain. And I just didn't think that was right any longer, especially as a 40-year-old woman of, of, you know, two kids at the time. Um, so I believed in the mission, but I, but I really, really, really believed in, in our co-founder, Rachel. And, you know, I, I sat across from her that day wanting to say no, but like absolutely not being able to say anything but yes. Um, and I just really followed my gut in that moment. And I've like never, ever regretted it. It's just been so incredible. <laughs> That's amazing. And now I'm like getting goosebumps because I'm now I'm so curious. The way that you described your relationship and how you gravitated to Rachel's vision is actually an indicator for how the brand 
operates too. And it's also a really good indicator as to how the members and what their, what their experience looks like, both in CDO and both on a digital platform and beyond. And it's very clear that you wanted to be a part of a team that, that stood for something, that you could believe and gravitate towards the vision, that you felt like also too, that you could provide value and be part of that mission and vision and be able to execute it in a way that you have already. And I think this is also probably a really great point too, and would love to get your feedback on this because we're currently now in a very changing dynamic job landscape environment that we're operating in now. Um, what would you recommend to others as they evaluate career opportunities? Yeah, I think, you know, I, I say it all the time, but I, I really think you need to find your passion. You, you, you absolutely have to believe in what you do because it really isn't a job at that point. I'm like energized to get up in the morning. I'm, I'm energized to actually, and I don't mean this in a negative way. I'm energized to, to put work in over the weekend. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm energized because this is such a fulfilling part of my life. And, you know, it'd be interesting if it stopped at me, but it doesn't. I, we, we look for, that's an absolute must, you know, is, is that you, you basically have to believe in what we're doing to work here. We've got one of the most passionate teams and it really shows because when we, you know, we're, we're franchising right now, our locations, we own three of our own locations and we're franchising. We've sold about 10 um, and we have, we're set to sell about 250 by 2025. And when potential franchisees meet our team, the number one thing that they say is they're just like, oh my gosh, you guys are so passionate. And we share these stories of the, the members and like how we're changing their lives. And we cry, like we literally, we cry, we laugh, we, um, because we are just so fulfilled by, by what it is that we're doing. So, you know, I, I think the motivation is completely infectious and I just, I'm so lucky. I, I talk to my friends and even my family. And, you know, I think there's a little bit of like, oh gosh, I wish I had something that I was as passionate about when they hear me speak. Um, so that would be my biggest, uh, you know, uh, form of advice. Just do what you love. You got the option. Oh, I love it. You can definitely feel the, the passion and energy that you have towards people as well too, even through, the, through this podcast. And I kind of I reflect back to something that I've always just been um, is very focused on is output versus input. Cause you spoke about how you are also, you're completely fine about working on the weekends. And I think we get so fixated in this mindset that like, Oh, I'm not, I just need to be able to work this nine to five. I need to clock in. I need to clock out. I'm not going to be working on the weekends and so forth. And it's really stem stems back down to a lack of fulfillment and passion to the work that they're doing. If they're passionate about the work, if they're excited about the work that they're going to be embarking on for that day, for the next couple of weeks, whatever project they're working on, they're really more focused on the output. What's the end result? What's the impact that I can have on the people? And it sounds like that's exactly the mentality and mindset that your team has. Is that right? Yes. Oh, definitely. I mean, it just is, you know, it, we, we get so excited just about learning more about the member. And I just think it's, it's, you're absolutely right. It's not about, oh my gosh, I've got to put in the grind on the weekends. It's like, I get to do this. I am so happy and, and really grateful. Um, so that one, if, if that ever leaves me, then it's time for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. And speaking of which with, with Pvolve and all the exciting things to come, you mentioned how you've got a lot of really amazing franchise partners coming into the fold. Any exciting things coming up that we can expect from yourself and Pvolve? 
Yeah, I mean, we're doing so much. Uh, so we're developing new classes, of course, and first-to-market programs. I, I think I alluded to our newest uh, clinical board member, our fertility doctor from NYU. So, um, you know, there's going to be some some new, you know, women's health-related programs that we're going to add to our digital platform, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, and then, you know, I think with people's, like, increased. I know we've seen this firsthand with the growth of our three studios. I think a lot of people are dying to get back to, you know, in-person class. I know I know I was. Um, we have really leaned in on franchising. Um, as I mentioned, I think we sold around 10. We've got five locations in San Diego, um, you know, with our first opening in November. Uh, we have Nashville. We've got Victoria, Canada. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. And, you know, we, we plan to open about 250. So there's a lot of focus just around, you know, really expanding the places where we can truly have an omni-channel experience for our members. Um, so those are some of the things that we're most excited right now. Not too, not too much, right? Just a little things that you guys are working on. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's so exciting. So final question for you, Julie. If you could give advice to young women that is desiring to be a future entrepreneur or executive, what would you share with them? Wow. I mean, what a ride. This, the, the life of an entrepreneur is not always easy. I mean, I've always been passionate. I, always, always. I've, I've always known exactly why I was getting up in the morning. But, you know, there's days, weeks, months, like even years of hard work and like striving. And, you know, unexpected challenges that you've never faced before. Um, I'm, I'm sort of starting with that. And yet I would never be anything else besides an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I think in order to achieve success, you really need to be motivated, motivated as, as we've mentioned, by, by what it is that you're doing. Um, you know, you certainly uh, need to be surrounded by people that you respect, that are, that are way smarter than you. Um, but for me, it's really people's like, mission of changing lives through fitness and, you know, each of us has has something we truly love and believe in, and you need to find what that is, and you know, focus your career on it. Um, so that's really the, the the biggest amount of advice that I would give is, is that don't do it because you think it's going to be easy, because it's the furthest thing from it. <laughs> Well, thank you, Julie, for your time. And as mentioned, make sure to check out Pevolve, a science-backed fitness method for women dedicated to sculpting, supporting, and restoring the body through functional fitness and resistance equipment. Looking to hear more what's happening in the health, wellness, and sports industry, subscribe to this podcast, and we'll catch you next time on The Drift.